welcome, everybody. We are back for another awesome week of the Niche to Profit show. Yay. Yes, we are here every Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific time. And today, I know so many of you see all this great stuff out there on social media about how cool it is to sell on Amazon. I'm the eBay chick, but you know what? I do have my Amazon business over here on the side, um, but I am not the Amazon expert. So what I have brought to you today is the Amazon expert who is going to share with you like, how do you get started selling on Amazon? Because I'm telling you, if there is ever any time of the year you want to be on Amazon, it is going into this holiday season. That's when it just starts going nuts and you can make a lot of extra cash. And uh, instead of me telling you all about my guest, Twyla, we're going to just play a little short video that's going to tell you what she does with her Amazon money. Hi, I'm Twyla Godinas. Do you have a dream or a passion that you just can't afford? Let me tell you about mine. I run a ranch where we breed Andalusian horses. We have recently imported a stallion from Spain, Amadeo Tercero, who will take my dream even further than I ever imagined. However, horses are quite expensive to raise and eat a lot before they are old enough to be sold. And that doesn't take into the account the training and show expenses or the vet bills. I turn to e-commerce to help fund my passion. I've had quite a bit of success with the Amazon FBA program and would like to help you get started so that you can work towards funding your passion too. I run my business with one on-site assistant who frees up some of my time so that I can enjoy my ranch. Let me share some of my secrets with you and get you on your way to the life of your dreams. And I have had the pleasure of playing with those horsies. <laughs> she is out in uh, Austin, Texas and has an amazing ranch amazing horses and and I coming from a horse raising background myself Twyla I totally get the expense so um, <laughs> for those who may not know it is quite impressive that you can pay for an entire horse ranch from your e-commerce money specifically Amazon with you uh so yeah and we're talking thousands of dollars a month in in feed and horse vet bills and shoers and trainers and oh <laughs> hey don't don't remind me <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so but you know there's a lot of talk out there for people who are already going you know and how to grow their amazon business and and looking at these big humongous numbers and i know when i was first getting started it all seemed very overwhelming and it was like i can't add on another thing right now um, just don't even know where to start. So you actually are very good at working with people who are just beginning on Amazon and had worked with several of my appsters in the academy and getting them started on Amazon. Uh, so I thought, what better than to bring you here today to help people get started on Amazon? <laughs> so, um, I, so I just want to jump right in and talk about first uh, your thoughts on why Amazon why should they be on Amazon? Well, um, the recent reports, Amazon is like one of the number one retailers passing even Walmart. So why wouldn't you be there? Um, they take care of your marketing for you. They take care of your customer service. I don't have the inventory in my house. It's a win-win all around. Yeah, it definitely has huge advantages. Um, and, but what kinds of things can we sell there? 
pretty much anything that you could sell on eBay except for used clothing. Um, I buy a lot of brand new items retail and I flip them on Amazon. I buy wholesale. Um, I find things at the thrift stores. Um, you can, uh, there's also a brand new handmade area of Amazon that people can get into. Um, so pretty much anything. Yeah, that one's supposed to be kind of uh, making the Etsy sellers a little scared. Yeah. Yeah. But what, what, it probably doesn't have to be one or the other, which is most of my things are on multiple marketplaces. Yeah, I think I got started about, oh, what was it, like four years ago. Um, I really went in to the toy craze because that's where everybody kind of starts, um, especially in fourth quarter. Um, but would you say that's a good place to start these days? Yeah, why not? Um, I thought I was getting away from toys and I went in and I ran my reports and I'm still selling 59% toys and everything else is, I think the next highest percentage is like 4% of every other category. I thought I was selling more in other categories, but toys is still my overwhelming majority. Do you think that maybe that's because, you know, I, I, we all like you know, raise kids and like, they want it and they want it now and they see their friend have it and parents just want to get that thing there and like overnight or in two days to get that kid quiet. <laughs> oh, definitely. Well, I know personally, a lot of times if I'm at the store and I don't really want to buy it right there, I, there's a lot of times I'll tell my son, I'll order it on Amazon and I can place the order and then we have a couple days. So it's a good, it's a good carrot to dangle, a good incentive. Yeah. For sure. Uh, you are actually the one who opened my eyes to the fact that you can sell used plush stuffed animals and send oh, them yeah. in, you know? Oh, yeah. Right? That to me was like crazy, but you know what? It works. <laughs> I, I've given up questioning why things work on Amazon. I just try them. And some of the things that I thought would never work, work the best. So what do people need to do then to like, just, they've never even approached Amazon before. What, what is the very first steps they need to do as they get ready to go forward and, and sell some stuff on Amazon? Well, they need to do their research. You need, you know, you need to get a little bit of information about what kind of things you can sell. While I said that you can sell most anything on Amazon, some of them require approval. So you would have to make sure that you're not looking at something that requires approval. And if you do, you're going to have to get that. Um, just do some research and jump in and try it. What I would start with books. Amazon is number one, the book seller. You can get books a dime a dozen at yard sales, thrift stores, that kind of thing. Start with books just to get your feet wet. What are some of the, the things that would not be... Um... What did you just say? That you would need approval to send in. What are some of those types of things to stay away from at first? Um, clothing, jewelry, um, health and beauty, grocery. Those are some of the ones off the top of my head. Shoes. Um, they're great categories to get into later on, but you do have to get approval. I think what? L luggage and watches yes. are, are another one too, I think. I do. I do have that list on a blog post on my website. I can't remember it off the top of my head, all of them. Oh, yeah. What, what, what's your uh, website name? LeapIntoTheRiver.com. See, I always take, always take opportunities to get those little plugs <laughs> in there. So, uh, yeah, you write some really good articles over on your website. So I really want to encourage people to um, check those out. Um, well, Danny, I use them just as well for me because I can't. With everything I've got going on in my life, I can't remember everything, so it's better to have it written down somewhere. It, I, 
totally agree. I, okay, so this is confession time. Sometimes I write a blog article because it's something that I want to remember. <laughs> totally oh, I, get it. I wouldn't say sometimes for me, most of the time. <laughs> so what are some of the challenges that they're going to face? Let's just like you know, be totally transparent here that this is not just, you know, easy button stuff. What are they going to face when they go over to start selling on Amazon? What's it going to look like? Well, the very first thing they're going to have to decide, are you a professional or a, a individual account? So that throws you off right at the beginning. Don't get so wrapped up in the details. Just go ahead and work through it. And again, I have a blog post on that as well. Um, but that's your first jump. Um, I would recommend go ahead and start. They give a free trial for the business account, the professional account for 30 days. For me, I went ahead and jumped right into that so that I wasn't, I was like, if I, I want to do this seriously, so let's go for it. That pushed me to get my numbers up quickly. I did the same thing. I just thought, you know, I got, I got 30 days to get up to where, and, and the big difference between the two, so we should tell them too, is that. Um, it's either a dollar per item. I forget what they call that fee. What when you? I think it's a convenience fee. I think. Yeah. Versus the professional, you pay a forty dollar a month fee, but then it's unlimited uh, as to how many items you right. can sell. Right. So your goal is selling forty items a month. And if you want to get ungated in some of those categories that we talked about—clothing, shoes, luggage—you have to have a professional or a business account. It's the same right. thing. It depends on which right. place you look. Yeah. So, I mean, if you if this is something that you want to do seriously, you are going to want that professional account, you know, bottom Definitely. line. Definitely. All right. So let's see. Um, so we've talked about the types of things they should start selling, what they can't sell. But what about the competition? Like you said, you know, kind of just jump in and do, but what about all that competition? Well, Amazon is a numbers game. Um at, at Christmas time, there can be 200 sellers on a hot toy and yours is still going to sell quickly. Um, don't worry about the competition, but know what they're doing. Um, the, there's a lot of details on how you know how quickly something's selling, how many sellers are on it. Um, don't be afraid of the competition. Watch them. If they zig, you zag. Oh, I like that. They zig, you zag. <laughs> I'm going to use that. <laughs> I may that even do it. <laughs> that works for Disney World lines too, by the way. Oh, nice, nice. <laughs> uh, so, okay. So we are familiar with Amazon and like all the terminology. So I want to just make sure since we're like getting people just going, they're going to hear some terminology out there. So we've talked about professional account. Um, there's two different terms out there called FBA and, and MF. So let's talk about those two and what those mean and how they work. Okay. MF is merchant fulfilled. That means you're shipping each item yourself, just like you would on eBay. Um, FBA is fulfilled by Amazon. So what you do is I get a whole box of my different items. I have my labels on it. I prepare it to make sure that it's safe in transit. And I send a box of 10, 15, 20 items to Amazon's warehouse. And then as I get the sale, Amazon ships each one. That means that I can be in Las Vegas, Disney World, Mexico, wherever I decide to go and my business is still going. Yeah, that is a beautiful thing. And 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 I have to tell you recently, I 
have been selling a lot of merchant fulfilled items. I because I have things cross channel listed. I just sold two great big lamps on on Amazon. Yeah. Go figure. So things are picking up and and everything is really starting to sell. And what I tell people in line with that FBA portion of it is anything that you have in your eBay store that you can package up and send in, do it. Yes. Yeah. Would you agree? Oh, definitely. I just did the same thing. Um, I, my VA helped me put a lot of my eBay listings onto Amazon. And in fact, today we packaged those up and sent them in to FBA because why do I have them in my house when they could be in Amazon's warehouse? Yeah. And, and just so everybody knows, a VA virtual assistant, Yes, which is another beautiful thing that Amazon has is the ability to let somebody be a user on your account without them having access to everything on your account. Yes. And you can have multiple, you, you can have several people if you need it. And I do. <laughs> oh, I did. Yeah. 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 That's an awesome thing. So, they're going to set up their account. They're going to, um, if they're going to jump in and make a business of this, we suggest get the professional account, right? Um, yes. I would say, and you probably would agree, go around your house and start scanning things. So let's explain what we mean Definitely. by scanning things and how you determine what what's good for sending in. Well, one of the things that you have to have is some kind of a smartphone or an iPad, um, there's different apps that you can get that help you determine the value on Amazon. You can usually see the rank. You can usually see how many other sellers. Amazon has a free app that you can get as soon as you open a seller account. And there's several other services. Um, there and they're they're all good. They all work well. Um, but if you're just starting out, start with the free one. Um, but what you do is you get the camera on your phone. You scan the barcode, the UPC code, and you're gonna get more data than you're going to be a little overwhelmed at first, but it gives you everything you need to know. Yeah. You know, I, I have some of the paid versions and I still go back to the freebie. I still like the freebie app that, that Amazon gives. Definitely. Definitely. It it tells you some more things, especially if it's restricted, if you're not in that, if you're not, um, if you're not okay to sell in that category, um, the Amazon app goes straight to Amazon. So if there's some kind of a problem, you know it. Some of the other ones, you don't get that. Right. So we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more about some of those terms like rank and all that good stuff that perplexes people. We'll be right back. Great. Millions of online sellers are looking for one identity to use in thousands of platforms. E-Rated manages your reputation by importing unlimited social media, marketplace, and behavioral data. It reveals your cross-platform performance, compares it with competitors, and calculates your e-worth. And it gives you the tools you need to improve sales and find room to grow. Discover your e-worth and your own reputation And that is shareyourreputation.com. And very exciting. They now integrate with, <coughs> with um, Shopify accounts and your own website um, through um, WordPress. So exciting stuff happening with that company. Do you have your you have your E-rated account? What is, you know, this needs to be a qualification of my guests these days. I got to make them go and get their uh, E-rated account it's, first before coming on. It's <laughs> definitely on my to-do list. I, I definitely need to get it done. 
Okay, I'm going to be cracking the whip on that one. <laughs> yeah, I, I know this coach that'll make sure I get it done. Yeah, right? Yeah. Okay, back to Amazon. So we have got them going. And so let's talk about that because this is probably the most confusing element. Because I know for eBay, people go to the thrift store and they find things. Like, oh, okay, I can sell it. And you can look it up and see what other sellers have it for. And you're not really bound within a, a price because you this is what I love about eBay is you get to have your own brand you get to drive people to your own listings and all of that Amazon not so much so let's I want to back up a minute and talk about how Amazon is different that way and how the listing on Amazon is different that way so can we do that first and then no sure Danny did you go to my blog and just get like all my questions <laughs> um yeah Amazon is a little bit different because you can't brand yourself. Um, But, and you don't, and I absolutely do not have a niche on Amazon, although I tend to sell a lot of toys and you'll find yourself gravitating toward the things that you know, but you don't need a niche. Um, Amazon does all the shipping for me, which is fabulous. The inventory is not in my house. It's gone. It's at the Amazon warehouses. Um, those are the big things. Amazon handles your customer service. If you get a return, they just handle it. They inspect it and they put it back in your inventory if it's sellable or they'll let you know there's a problem and then you can handle it yeah. from there. Yes. Yeah, so, but when you're listing on Amazon, so on eBay, we create the listing. It's on a page we created. It's got, you know, our template and stuff on Amazon. Um, it's one page for each right. product. Yeah. Well, it's supposed, supposed to be. <laughs> Well, and they, they work pretty hard to try and if there's two of the same thing, they'll try and combine them. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So that, that is a little bit of a challenge because you can't, you know, say I'm trying to sell something and I, and I don't create the original listing. If there's an error or something that needs to be changed, sometimes it can be a little bit of a challenge to get that done. Yeah. And I, and I just pulled up a, an Amazon page. Um, if uh, we want to show that real quick, it's each product has a page and every seller adds their inventory to that page. So like right down here, you can see the little have one to sell, sell on Amazon. So, um, and that's, I mean, Merchant Fulfilled or FBA, you kind of go in, you find the thing and you do it that way. So um, there we go. You can see that. Oh, oh so, but I can see it now. <laughs> All right. (laughs) So, and then um, I'm just coming down. I'm showing them in the product details. And this is the information they'll get when they scan is where it shows this little thing called the rank, the best seller's rank, um, which is an important piece when you're selling on Amazon uh, because the rank means how fast that item is selling. So let's, let's talk a little bit about rank and what they need to know and what they need to not worry too much about with that. Right. Amazon is a pure numbers game. Um, it's not It's not like eBay in that sense, because if your rank is good and there's not that many sellers and you can price it correct, you can price it in the range, in the buy box price, which is that price that if you go to that item and you just click buy me now, that's the buy box. Um the rank kind of tells you how quickly it's going to sell. Um, if you have a item that's ranked one, two, three, that means it's selling thousands a day, probably. So in general, each category has its ranking 
um, numbers. Uh, and you want the, the lower the number, the better. I don't worry about different categories for the most part. I know that 100,000 in toys is a good rank. Anything from 100,000 down is wonderful. Um, 100,000 in almost all categories is a pretty good seller. However, in books, actually you can go up to 500,000 and even a million books are a little bit different because there's so many of them. Yeah, and I think it's important too for them to know that not to get hung up on rank. I really want to talk about that. Right. But don't completely ignore it because that was my biggest mistake when I started. I found some items that I could get super cheap and sell really, or the, the buy box price was really nice. And I didn't look that it had 10 million rank or something. Ouch. And they're still sitting there. <laughs> Ouch. Yes. Yeah, and, and was that with other FBA sellers on it as well? No, that's why I thought, oh, yay, I'm the only seller. But a 10, million, oh. a 10 million rank, I've sold a couple in the last year. Yeah, it's time to put those on eBay. <laughs> just saying. Oh, they're, they're there, too, and they're not selling. So they were just And done. then there's just some stuff that's just duds. <laughs> yeah, actually, those are going to go. Um, I have a church that I help with. They have a fundraiser every year, so they're going to go to that. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. I, I do a little bit of Christmas shopping out of my own uh, Amazon account at times. <laughs> oh, I, I do that a lot. <laughs> yeah. That's the beauty of it. Go in there. Go, oh, yes. Yeah. So um, rank important, but it's not like the be all end all. Because I know a lot of times I will go out and let's say I'm scanning this. You find the, the UPC code on the item, right? And right. you scan it and it's going to come back with all this information. And you have to look at the information as a whole. Would you agree? Exactly. Because if I'm getting it super cheap, say I find a book for 25 cents and it's like uh, maybe it's selling for $50 or $75 on Amazon. There's no FBA sellers. Maybe it has a really high rate, but 25 cents into 50 or 75, it will sell eventually. Yeah. So and that's one of the things. How many other sellers are on it? Exactly. Um, and in books, I know a lot of it's condition wise, too. So it's not just how many sellers. How many sellers have the one that's in the same condition as the one that you have? Right. I know I just sent in a whole bunch of books and I had to keep. In fact, we had to go back and redo some because my assistant didn't quite understand the whole condition thing and put them all in as new. I'm like, oh, that'll Oops. get me in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, well, but... and and they don't the storage fees on books are quite minimal because one of Amazon's goal is to have a copy of every book in their warehouse somewhere. Yeah. So they really don't they're really reasonable on their fees for storage for books. I mean, that's how Amazon started out. They wanted exactly. to be the world's biggest bookstore. Exactly. I, I think they accomplished that. Ah. Yeah. So you mentioned storage fees. So I'm sure some ears perked up going, huh, what's that? So let's talk about storage fees for a minute and, and talk about what those are. Well, Amazon charges you for several different things. Their fees are a little bit higher than eBay, but you've got to look look at it as you're outsourcing to them, your customer service and your shipping department. Yeah. So, um, and think if you had to buy, if you had to pay for a storage locker to put your things in, then, you know, you would be paying for that too. Um, I don't have the list of exactly what the storage fees, but in all honesty, especially for small items like books, 
it's very minimal. Yeah, yeah. And I don't even really worry. I mean, if your margins are right, you don't need to worry. It's, I mean, it's literally pennies per item. Right. Almost every scanner app that you use tells you what the profit's going to be after the fees. So if you're, if you buy it right and you pay attention to that when you start, um, you should be fine. Another little tip that I do is when I, um, on all my scanner apps, I go in there and add in your inbound shipping. When I pay to send it into Amazon, usually it's about 50 cents a pound. Mm -hmm. I go ahead and put a dollar a pound and then I know if it still Uh... works, then it's good. That's my little, that's my big secret. And that's a very good thing I want to bring up as well. Cause you think about, Oh my gosh, I've got to send all this stuff in and shipping is so expensive. Let's talk about those beautiful negotiated rates oh. that Amazon has. Oh, Amazon rates are fabulous. I'd had to ship something, not Amazon the other day and I almost had a cow. Um, so Amazon shipping rates. I think I, I think <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for that. I was hoping you got that. Um, the like a 50 pound box usually never over $20 usually $15 ish oh yeah i just shipped off i think eight big boxes big heavy boxes and um some of them were only like $4 yeah $10 it was like oh this is so awesome yeah yeah so i so what you're saying is you add in on uh, whatever your cost of the item was you add another dollar to it to cover the the fee of the inbound shipping that's called as well as a little bit of the storage right i just go ahead and give my that gives me a little wiggle room in case i need to lower the price or in case it just gives me a little bit extra cushion i like wiggle room wiggle room is good if it works with that dollar shipping then it definitely works with 50 cents shipping so right yeah no, it's and it's really uh, yes, fees are a little higher, but like you said, they are managing a huge portion of your business and that's what makes it so scalable. That's why you see people out there doing 10, 20, $100,000 a month in Amazon sales because all they're doing is shipping stuff in. I mean, they're telling them here it comes, they're shipping it in and they're getting a check. Oh, let's talk about getting paid. Cuz I know that's a little bit different than with eBay where they pay you right away. So you want to tell them about that? Right. You get payments. Um, most accounts are every two weeks. I know there's some there's some differences, but I don't, I get every two weeks. Just put it that way. Me too. Um, and it goes straight to my bank account. It's a beautiful thing. Um, and, and you can keep track on your Seller Central. One of the very top things is what your payment will be at, at this moment in time. And you can kind of see it. I love to sit there and watch it go up. Yeah. It's a fun thing. And and also your inbound, all that stuff you're sending in, you're not paying that as you go. They're taking that out of your accounting too, which is really nice. Exactly. Exactly. And yeah. the wonderful thing is when that's going up and I'm on vacation someplace and that number's just cl- climbing and I'm lounging or playing with my horses or something great like that. Yeah. I'm jealous you get to play with horses all the time. Very jealous. So- well. You know where we live. I do. I need to get back out there. You do. So let's, uh, we do the Why Won't They Buy segment of the show. And I normally don't hold guests over for this, but because you are the Amazon expert, we have a couple of Amazon things to look at uh, this week that are a little perplexing of why they're not flying off the shelf. So I thought perhaps you could give a, a little 
And I sent you the links before, so you know yes. what we have a dress my cupcake chocolate candy mold duck lollipop. I, and I don't know who made the um, the um, listing on this, but I, let's just address that really quick. You can add products that don't already exist when you do. Do not write those titles stuffed full of words. Right. Yeah. And and honestly, I wouldn't. That doesn't bother me as much. Just looking at this, it probably hasn't sold because you you've probably got a small time frame, especially since it has Easter in the title. This is true. Would, it's ducks. I, I would put Easter in the keywords, maybe, but I would mm-hmm. not put it in the title. Yeah, um, and she and she just confessed to, to knowing that this is one of my listings. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I sent this in um, actually in April, and it I sold some of them. You can see I only have one left, but if you come down and look, it has a rank of one hundred and five thousand and change in kitchen and dining, and only uh, one thousand four hundred and sixteen when you narrow it down into candy making molds. So. I don't look at that narrowed down. Oh, well, you just popped my bubble there. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do not ignore. I just, I don't even ever look at that. Yeah. So it's still 105,000. You know, it's. It's going to sit for a while, but it should be a decent seller. But I would expect you're probably we will sell it around Easter time. So, uh, so that one will then, yeah, we'll see. We'll, we'll check back on that one and see if it sells. Then we have another one. Oh my goodness. Okay. Yes, this one is mine too. And I actually have a whole case of these and it's making me crazy, but I wanted to bring this one up because I know why this one isn't selling. Um, So I thought it would be a good example to talk a a minute too about when Amazon itself comes in on a listing that you have. Yeah. When Amazon comes into a listing, that means you're not going to sell anything until they're sold out. Yeah. Now the cool thing is there's only one left. Oh, so, then you I know. you'll see some sales. I know. I'm I'm holding my breath. Um and hopefully kids get aquariums for Christmas and then they all need aquarium plants. But again, this one has I mean it's 390,000 in pet supplies. Yeah. And but, just hope Amazon doesn't get more stock in before Christmas too. But sorry. Yeah. Sorry, Danny. I know. They, well, you know, this was one of those uh, I was too good of a deal kind of like 10 cents a piece so i thought yeah why not? well and you're probably they're probably extremely light you're probably paying very oh, yeah. little storage yeah. so uh, i wouldn't i if, if they were that cheap i would not get them but i would just know they're gonna sit there for a while and someday they'll sell well here's the thing i just figure i am gonna get my own really big fish tank and then have all go. the plants ready to go perfect that works. <laughs> Twyla, thank you so much for coming on. Um, remind remind people where they can go to get a list of things they need to get started on Amazon. Leapintotheriver.com. Leap, let me just pull that up and show you guys what that looks like real quick. Uh, she has a whole list of things that you need to get started on Amazon. So you have a little checklist. Um, you can find out more about Twyla, read her awesome blog posts, all that good stuff at leapintotheriver.com. Thank you so much for being here. Look forward Thank to you. learning more great Amazon stuff from you. Talk to you soon. Thank you. All right. Definitely go and get on her mailing list. because She puts out some really phenomenal information 
for us little guys, you know, um, the ones that are not at, you know, the $100,000 in, in sales yet. So I just love it's very good, practical, easy to follow uh, ways to, to grow an Amazon business. All right. So we have a couple of more items that are just not moving off the shelf. Let me get back. No, it's not one of them. Here we go. Ta-da. All right. This comes in from Carolyn McFall. I think I saw you over there in the chat, Carolyn. This is actually, you said, was on your son's account. Um, these are black cat earrings, white spot, fish hook, punk, Halloween jewelry. Now, we got Halloween coming up. Now, let me see if they've been in the store for over a year. You know what? It is time to end it and sell similar on this because we are coming into black cat season, of course. Um, and I would say fix up that title a little bit. So I think black cat earrings is good first three words. Um, the white spot fish hook. I don't know about punk. I mean, maybe if that's your your clientele, that's your niche. I don't know if that's an important word if people are putting that in or that's just who is searching. Um, so it's important to know, are people actually putting that word into the search or is that your customer and you just know that that's who, who's coming over and looking for these? I think it's okay to keep Halloween in there at this time of year. After Halloween, if they have not sold out, I would go in and take that word out. Um, but they're cute. They should sell. Your pictures are awesome. Is there just one picture, though? Ah, see, this could be another issue, is just having one picture. And I know it. there's not a lot to show, but maybe it's this picture, and then maybe it's like a, a close-up of just the cat and the backsides. I think people want to know what the backside looks like, too. And I'm coming down here. Yeah, got good information here. So um, this is just a matter of being found. Now, another little trick. $10.99 looks a whopping amount bigger than $9.99. So if you're only going to go like a dollar over into another uh, digit increment, and I would say this between like $21.99 and just doing $19.99, go lower or go higher. So either go $14.99 or go $9.99. And especially with a make offer on there, you know, maybe raise them up to $14.99 and uh, play with a different customer base. It's not shopping so much on price, uh, but these should sell. Maybe get them out there in a, in a blog post someplace talking about cool stuff for Halloween and they're, they're cute. They're very cute. You didn't say though, if this was something, because I know you make jewelry or you sell jewelry making supplies. Did he make these or did you make these? And I don't think, I, I thought I saw Carolyn over there. Yeah, she's not chatting today. Oh, okay. We'll go, we'll go over on the Facebook group and find her. All right. This one comes from Connie Talenda and she sold the teacup pretty quick on this one. Um, doesn't say how long this was listed. So I can say right off the bat, when I pulled up this listing, what struck me was how far away the item looks in the picture and it looks small and I'm sure that's deceiving because I mean, it's a creamer, but I don't think it's teeny tiny, which is what it looks like. So whenever you're doing your pictures, 
you want to crop out all that extra stuff around. And you can do this even without another program. You can do this right in the, the eBay listing um, thing. <laughs> I can't think of that word. The flow, whatever you call that. Uh, they have the, the picture editor right there. So you can crop and just, boom, put it right on this. Also, I would do a little contrasting on this. Um, it looks like kind of a, a dingy, dusky background. You can lighten and brighten that up and make it stand out a lot more, like make it look much more valuable. Um, and then if we go over and I'll just do a quick search for, let's see, we got Royal Copenhagen Creamer. So I'm just going to put that over here. Royal Copenhagen Creamer. And people are putting that in search. They just showed you that. See how this first result and... And best match is a good indication, too, of how this algorithm's working. Look at that. The very first result, big, bold picture of the item. Um, granted, much, much lower price than the one you have. So, obviously, not all Royal Copenhagen created. Here's one, so $78.50. But what we really want to see is what is sold. That's what we want to see. Royal Copenhagen Blue Fluted Lace Coffee Milk Creamer Pitcher. So, this one looks more like yours. So 69. So yeah, this could be a price issue because even that was on auction. Um, so you add those two together. That's like 85 bucks. So, you know, your, your, your price isn't way, way off. Um, but perhaps you start this on an auction and depending what you have in it, what I would do, if this has been listed for quite some time and I only have a few bucks into it, go for it and start an auction at like 1999. And I know some of you go, oh, but they're selling for like $85. Yes. But if you've had it forever, you have to remember the time value of money. You can't keep holding on to this stuff. You got to get it moved. You got to get it sold. Take that money and go invest in something that's going to sell a little quicker. Uh, but this one I do believe is, is like a picture issue and a confusion of the, the size. Something else that I advise doing up here in your condition, item condition, um, I don't say no chips or cracks anymore. I used to do that. I don't do that anymore, and this is why. If you are just kind of glazing over this page, and we know buyers are lazy, right? And and they fail to see the no part, and they see chips or cracks. Even though it's saying no chips or cracks, their brain's going, ah, ah, something wrong with it. So, what I like to do is is set the condition first. So my items are excellent condition, good condition, um, as is condition if there is some damage. And then I spell out what that damage is. But I put, as the mind sees, the first words are what the actual condition is on my scale of of conditions. So that can be something that can actually detract if if people aren't seeing that quite right and all their brain sees is chips and cracks. Um but, um, yeah, I would just fix up those pictures, get the confusion out about the size. Let me just check real quick. It's, it's small. So, yeah, it, it could just be a confusion issue. And then the price. I mean, if you want to stick with fixed price, bring it under 100 bucks, maybe like $99.99 with the make offer and, and go for that for a little bit. And I can't tell if this is free shipping because it says calculate. So I'm thinking this does not have free shipping on it either. So, and I see Wendy over here in the chat going, 1995, but that's hard to do. But you have to remember if you're buying this stuff right and you're still making a profit, 
boom, you're making your money work for you. Like let the stuff go that's that's just sitting there and not serving you and move on and get some cool new stuff. Yep. You'll see, you know, in my store, in Utterly Good Stuff, I don't have more than about 500 listings anymore. I cut way, way back because I'm chopping out all that older stuff. It's getting moved, 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 moved. Because then I get to shop, 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 which is the fun part, right? All right. Who else we got here? These are from Carla, Carla Sissio. She's had these listed for over two years. See, yeah, it is time to figure out how to get these moving. All right. Um, ended, relisted. She paid 25 for the pair, so there's a lot of wiggle room there. Recently ended it, relisted it in July, put it on sale. Um, da, 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 da. Okay, so um, we've worked on the title with this. We've worked on some things. So I'm wondering um, if it is a more of a picture issue. Maybe they're just not standing out because they kind of look gold. Yeah, they got some of entering. Maybe try putting them on a white background. You know, uh, and I know white on white seems contradictory, but I do a lot of stuff on a white background that's that's got just a hint of color. It works. You can do it. And also see how she does the excellent condition. No chips, no cracks. I'm good with that because the first thing my eyes saw was excellent condition. So that's what I'm talking about there. So let's take a peek. And again, I don't know if this right now is an eBay glitch or... Um, yeah, it's go back. That whole calculate. I don't know if these are free shipping or not. If it's meant to be, that could be a glitch. Um, but if not, I would totally, especially at that price point, I would do. And, and I wonder why it's pulling up. You know what? Here we go. That's because I'm in UK mode. How did that happen? Let's try this. Oh, uh, there we go. Changing of the guard. Oh, it is free shipping. Okay, that's because somehow it went to eBay.uk. Interesting. All right, so let's just take a quick look like I did the last one. These are Murano. And I'm not I'm gonna put singular in here. Let's see if anybody's pulling up a Murano Swan. Highest first. Okay. So there are some swan. That one's kind of similar. It's important, though, with Murano, those really intricate, fine pieces are going to sell for a lot higher. But still, he, these are these are fairly similar. So this could be just a little bit of a, a price issue here. Let me get back to them. They're really neat. Um, since you've had them listed so long, I would say this is a run them on auction thing and start them at $99.95. If they sell at $99.95 or $99.99 or whatever that last couple digits you want to use, I'm, I'm okay with that. Whatever weird thing you put there. The thing is, don't make them an even hundred, just under that. But here's the thing. If these sell for around $100 plus shipping, you have still made a $75 profit. So you guys, don't ever get hung up on the fact that... Um, you saw a result out there. It should have sold higher. The thing is, you can't go broke making a profit. So get the stuff sold. Get that money back in your hands, back in the bank, and back into more stuff. Um, but yeah, it's probably time to do an auction on these and um, let them go. Because I don't, I you know, vintage Murano glass swan. Yep, you're good. The only other thing I could say is separate them. Because... 
This is a little goofy glitch with eBay search I'm noticing lately. It is not giving, if somebody just searches for one, it's not giving them the the one where you said swans, plural. I don't know why they haven't fixed that, um, but that is the case. So maybe separate them and run each one. Here you go. Separate them, do two separate auctions, uh, 99.95 or whatever each and see what happens then. Ha ha ha. So totally cool. All right. Let's see. Okay. We're going to do one more. One, one more. All right. 1949 red mercury convertible model car. And this comes from uh, Sherry. And Sherry, I I always butcher your last name. Planus, I think. Okay. Bought these. They buy a lot of wholesale. Got these for $6.50 each. And they've been listed since April. And I'll tell you, I think the number one thing with this is the picture. It's really dark compared to the other ones I saw. And this is Hawk brand, um, which I went over and do a quick search. Hawk model. And it's the Mercury. You know, there's a country song talking about a mercury that just keeps going through my head now. It's a terrible thing. Okay, so, well, would you look at that? Gotta love it. They don't come up with the same stuff every time. <laughs> Model kit. Come on, eBay. Yes, eBay search still needs a little work. All right, here we go. And we can see $15, $31 with the free shipping. So price is okay. But then there's others willing to sell them much cheaper, foolishly cheaper. Um, let's go back and look at yours, $25.99. And again, this is one of those, you know, go $24.99 because it just looks so much less than $25.99. I don't know, psychologically, there's this weird thing. Or since you you haven't sold any of these, you need them to move, drop them to $19.99. I think $19.99 would do it and perk up those pictures and then get them out the door. Um, you're going to have to do a little research. I'm thinking put the Hawk model kit first. Hawk model kit, um, 1949 Mercury convertible. Would be, and then I'd put the rest of this stuff in your item specifics. Yep. So, all right. Hopefully, Christmas, somebody's going to be buying model kits for their uh, kid. Let's see. Woo, we are sailing through this show, aren't we? All right, real quick, we're going to do Danny's two cents here. Let me find the store. Here we go. This is Phyllis Judd's store. And, uh, just she sent me a nice little note here. She's been a longtime lurker in my group, meaning the Danny app on Facebook. And she's celebrating her second anniversary on eBay, October 3rd. Yay. And she's been following the group almost as long. Very interested in having her store reviewed. So here we go. Sales have plummeted since she opened her store in March. Ah, this is not good. We cannot have this. All right. So she has Retro Found. Love the name. Love your banner. Here's what happened to me. As I went down into your store, I lost the retro feel. I lost the like, oh, not talking to me thing. So if you're marketing a store, this is where that niche comes in really, really strong. This got me excited thinking I'm going to go find all this cool retro stuff. 
So if you really focus on the cool retro stuff, your sales are going to pick up. Because what somebody's going to do is you drive them to your store, they're going to see this, they're going to get excited, they're going to go shopping. And then if you get your categories really speaking to them, um, use retro in your category names, you know, retro coffee mugs, or maybe make it by the room, retro kitchen, retro bedroom, whatever that is, and really fine tune the stuff you're selling. And then the second thing I would say is watch your pictures. Uh, I would use a program such as Picasa, which is free. You can go download that off of Google and get those pictures really popping off the page because that is how people are buying. They're buying off of those pictures. And then let's just pop over to one of your listings. And you're doing free shipping, which is great. And you've got the stuff. Give a little bit more in your description, I would even say. You know, um, it's great to do the facts like this, but then give them a give them a why. Why should they buy this? Really, like you guys got to be salespeople in your listings too. You want to give them the facts, but then you also want to give them the benefits. And the benefits is the, the why they need this. And in this case, this is a this cute little candlestick. So you you know that's where you can fluff it up and say. This colonial style candlestick will give that retro feel. Well, colonial and retro don't quite go together. You know what I'm saying, though. Give them a little bit of why they want this, what it's going to look like in their home, where they could put it. Put some ideas in their head what they could do with it. And that will help those people who are like teetering on the edge of buying or not. Send them over and click the buy it now. Oh, make offer. You want to get make offer added to your store items. I don't know if it was just that one. Let me, these are auctions. Running auctions, good. Be careful of running too many auctions. Most people do not like to wait for auctions. So keep that in mind. Um, those are a couple things I think will, will really pump up your sales. And just to give you an example of a niche store, this actually is my daughter's store. We created this a little uh, banner in about 15 minutes last night from a site called canva.com. And uh, she's doing all vintage kitchen. We changed her store name today to Kitchens Past, got the .com, got it all set, going forward. And she is really, you can see her featured items. I go in here, oh, yep, this is what I want to shop for. She's still weeding out some of the non-kitchen stuff out of here, but she's going to have all vintage retro kitchen from now on. We got her a niche. So fun. All right, we got to jump into hot sales, hot sales. We got some good ones. Yes, crack that whip. I love this one. This is from Serena Lee. She purchased this birdbath at an estate sale for about $8. Had it listed at $69.99, sold for a best offer of $50. Yes, and what's cool about that is that you can go on right now and find about 10 of them below 30 but that's not who she's targeting for her market. Yes. You do not have to play the price game. And then we got Megan Sweeney has a major, major score this week. This is from a $4 box lot at one of her local auctions. And she's already recouped the price of that through something else she sold. $455 for this little Cinnabar snuff bottle. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We got to love those. She said this was her first real big score and sale. Oh, I bet you are so motivated now, right? 
Awesome. That's how you do it. And last but not least, Paula Turner. She doesn't do auctions very often, but uh, she wanted to get this one moved. She bought it for $4 on sale from an $8 estate sale warehouse and thought it might make a great industrial candle holder. Picture it kind of like flipped upside down. Yep. She was going to list it for $60 and then she did a little research and found out it might be rare. And I would say so since it sold for... $281.66. $281.66. Yeehaw. Gotta love that. Um, I gotta tell you a real quick story. I had this mushroom, and those of you who have been to Vegas and been to my booth at the Antique Mall know about my mushroom. I never intended for the mushroom to sell. I put the mushroom at 100 bucks, and it was like big mushroom, like big mushroom. It was a prop for a, a play, a theater play. And I put it way, way up on like, you know, the, what are you, it's not quite the ceiling. I have like a level above things there, whatever you want to call that. Oh, I didn't get much sleep last night. The brain's not working on hundred percent. So I put it up there. I get my, my thing the other day, listing all the stuff that sold. I'm like, wait a minute, the mushroom sold. So I am telling you. There is something out there for everyone. And uh, so don't be scared of getting the weird, wacky stuff, the stuff you're not quite sure about. If you can't find any results, sales results, price it high and let it go, you know? it, it That stuff sells. It's awesome. Okay, I have some really fun... Uh, Where's my words today? <laughs> email. Listener email. Ah, brain dead. All right. This is from Beth Kelly. Beth has sent in quite a few things for her uh, Why Won't They Buy, uh, the Why Won't They Buy segment. And this is from a last week's Niche to Profit. During the last week's Niche to Profit show, Danny discussed one of my items. I made some changes to the listing, sold that skirt, plus another skirt to a buyer this morning. And the buyer also signed up for her newsletter. Thanks, Danny, for the great coaching. And yes... Beth is very niched. I'm telling you, you find one thing in her store you like, you're going to find 10 things in her store you like. And that is how you do it. All right. This comes from Laurel Stinnett. Danny, another happy result of watching your niche to profit video on shipping. We did that one a few weeks ago. And I'm still watching it repeatedly as it's so helpful. You mentioned the value of offering priority mail or FedEx over parcel select shipping. And you pointed out that priority mail flat rate may not be the best choice. You were so right. Since I first watched your show and started shipping everything priority mail, none of my items so far are more than five pounds in weight. I have been saving a dollar or a few dollars on each package from when I was shipping the occasional package with flat rate. And I've discovered priority mail is often significantly less expensive than parcel select. Isn't that crazy? It is. Yeah. Yay, maybe other people have always known this, but I never thought about the post office really pushing priority mail uh, flat rate for a reason. That reason is dollars that I could have been saving. Thanks to you, now I am. All right, and one more from Lily Traxler. This morning, I woke up to see someone bought six items from me that totaled to $570. This is why having a niche... Cash register's gone wild. This is why having a niche is so important. All the items were similar, and I had them priced high and thought I would be taking offers, doing a happy dance today. 
That's the type of stuff we do over at the Danny App Academy, by the way. You get this real-time help every day of the week, not just on Thursdays. Come on over to thedannyapp.com and join us, and let's get your stuff rocking and rolling out the door for big profits. Yes. I know. I love getting these. I love this. This is make just this is why I do it. That's why I do it. Watch you guys all make huge amounts of money. And with that, we are at the end of another show, of another week. And uh next week we are going to have the amazing Diva Dawn Ralston back again uh, to help keep us in line for fourth quarter, keep us organized, keep us decluttered. That is what she is so good at. I always love having Dawn here in the studio. And if you have missed an episode or you want to go rewatch one again, come on over to iTunes. We love reviews. You can go watch it on uh, YouTube at the Danny App channel or on the Vegas Video Network channel. You can always come back to the VegasVideoNetwork.com and watch it. Yes, this uh, makes my director very happy when you do that. We are on Roku, Stitcher, TuneIn, Chromecast, Apple TV, Google TV, Fire TV, and of course, you know, Facebook and Twitter and social media and Overcast.fm and just about any place imaginable because Vegas Video Network rocks. Yeah, yeah. And most of all, share it with a friend. Don't be stingy. Don't keep all this good advice yourself. Go ahead. Tell a friend. Tell somebody who doesn't know. Invite them on over to the chat. We love to have you guys in the chat. And But most of all, go be profitable and make it fun. <laughs>